Good morning, Booker Joe. Welcome back to 10 Minutes of Meaning. Please help yourself to coffee and donuts. Very big thank you to our generous series sponsor for the year, Lezeich Nishmas Alta Shlomo Ben Pinchas. Also this morning's 10 Minutes of Meaning are sponsored by Debbie Rezolomsky and commemorate her father, Natan Ben Baruch's first year at site, 16th of Tammuz and the Shema Shirav and Aliyah. Thank you so much to the Rezolomskys for all that they do. We are on the 23rd chapter of Mesilas Susharim. It took the Ramchal towards the end of the Sefer to address the issue of humility how to overcome the instinct towards ego, towards arrogance, how to eliminate that which is blocking us from thriving in our relationships with others, with ourselves and with Hashem, and to live humble, modest, mission-driven lives where we can live our best selves. And the Ramchal has been giving us practical steps, practical advice. What kind of mindfulness, what kind of mentality, what kind of intention we need to have as we go through our day and we go through our lives to remember who we are, and what our boundaries and limitations are through that humility and modesty to find the greatest meaning in our lives. When you reflect further and you imagine the moment that you will enter into the heavenly court. You know the feeling? Maybe you've never had it. But you ever see a police car on the highway? You pass him. Maybe you were going not exactly the speed limit, you look in the rearview mirror, your heart skips a beat to see whether the lights will turn on, whether he'll get behind, this never happened to me, but I've heard from others, whether he's going to get behind you, you know when your heart skips that beat, that pit that's in your stomach, if those lights are on, all of that pales in comparison to the feeling when you will enter the Beisden HaGadol Shamala, when we will appear before the Almighty, the source of all holiness, all sanctity, all purity. We will stand there, fully exposed, fully revealed, guilty as charged. We will sit there and we will review the video of our lives. You're going to be able to hold your head up. You're going to be watching the video of your entire life. Everything that you did, not only in public, everything in private. Not only every action, every thought, every desire. You're going to have an opening. Can you even say anything? Do you even have a beginning? So you know what they're going to say? The Ribbonu Shalom and the lawyers upstairs who are against you, who are looking to incriminate and indict you spiritually. They're going to say, hey, tough guy. Where's all that ego now? Where's all the honor now? What's the value of all those followers or friends or all the wonderful things people say about you? How much money you have in the bank or what kind of car you drive? Where's all that ego right now? What are you going to answer? What are you going to respond? If only we could imagine this for a moment. Whenever you get high on your horse, whenever you feel swelled with pride, whenever your ego is driving your decisions and your attitude, just stop and pause and contemplate and think and picture for a moment what that will be like. What it will be to sit with the Ribbonu Shalom in the basin of Mala to watch and review the video of your life, of your life. The busha that is eternal, the busha that is forever, that busha, that shame, that guilt, that humiliation, that embarrassment. There's nothing more painful. The Mashkiach Rabdan Segel in his commentary on Mesilas Shasharim writes, 
בעולם הבא, עולם האמס, העניין של הבושה בכל העוצמה, והבושה עצמה יסורי גהנם. The shame, the humiliation that we will feel for the mistakes we made, the time that we wasted, for who we could have been and what we could have done, that is the Yisurei Gehenim. If you want to know the Jewish, the Torah understanding of Gehenim of hell, it is the humiliation of having to review the totality of our lives. Now the good news is, as we pointed out previously, we can correct it. The good news is you can edit it. The good news is you don't have to sit and watch the whole thing. If we take responsibility and accountability in this world, if we do tshuva properly, we've been discussing in Siddur Snippets, Lach Lanu, if we engage tshuva properly, we could edit out the movie. And then we're watching only the best parts. Then we'll be so excited to have some heavenly popcorn and a big heavenly big gulp and sit down and watch the best parts of our lives that we could be proud of. Oh, that's heaven. That's heaven. We can eliminate how much time that we feel the shame of Gehenna if we use this world to edit. And that's why we daven, Shalone Vosh, Veloni Kaleim, what? Leolam Vaed. The busha in this world is bad. If you're humiliated, you're embarrassed, you tripped, you fell, somebody caught it on video, it went viral, it's bad, it's humiliating, but it's nothing compared to the eternal humiliation that is the Yisure Gehenim. So we daven, Shalone Vosh, Veloni Kaleim, when? Leolam Vaed. The busha, the humiliation of this world, we can handle, we can overcome. But the humiliation that is forever, that Yisur and that pain, that torture of Gehenna, that we can't withstand. And that's why we think about it, we contemplate, it should inspire us and motivate us and move us to be able to take responsibility. The altar of Kelm says, you know what the difference is between a tzaddik and a rasha? You know what the difference is between living a righteous life and an ignoble life? Is the koach the ability to invoke our imagination. Don't just caught up, get caught up in the rat race of life. Don't be on that hamster wheel of life. Don't wake up in the morning and next thing you know, it's the end of the day and you don't remember anything that happened in between. When we're present, when we're mindful, and when we use our imagination, then we can live our best selves because then we're making the right decisions. Then we have the right perspective. Picture, picture that will be the Beisden Shamala, that experience, that humiliation that we want to avoid. Is it worth it? Whatever pleasure you're going to have in this moment, Whatever you're going to watch on the internet or some other device, whatever Lashonara juicy gossip you're going to share, whatever corners you're going to cut in business that's going to give you a small profit, is it worth it? Is it worth it for the eternal humiliation and pain that will be experienced later? The problem is, but it feels so good right now. But it benefits me so much right now. Who can picture what will come later? Who can be mindful of how that will impact us, the consequences for eternity? In the next world, I'm right now in this world, in this world that feels pretty good. This world, I want it. This world, it's rewarding. So that's the altar of Kelm says, the difference between the tzaddik and the rasha is the koach hatsiur, is the power of invoking this imagination, of picturing these moments and these scenes, of therefore using the future to be able to plan for the present. I'll give you a little preview. I just read a book that will be the Shabbat Shuvah Drasha Mirza Shem this year called Your Future Self. We're so occupied with our present selves that we don't have relationships yet with our future self. But if we can live a life in the present that we're thinking about our future self, then our future self will have a much better present. We just have to get into that mindset. Okay, that's the whole Shabbat Shiva Drush in 30 seconds. The second area worthy of contemplation in order to achieve this humility, Kia Asher Kalios Ani. Just realize how fleeting life is. 
You could be on top of the food chain tomorrow, you could be wealthy today, and you're collecting Tom Shabbos tomorrow. Hamoshel, the ruler today, is Eved, is the slave tomorrow. Hamachubud, the honorable one today, Lenikla, is a disgrace tomorrow. In fact, our rabbi said this. What do they call, what do they call money? The Medrash Hanchuma Parshas Mato says, Lama Nikra Shmam Zuzim. Why is money called Zuzim? Shezazen Mizev in Because money migrates, money rotates, money's a cycle. It moves, it's zaz, it's always on the move. I can tell you there are people, there are people who used to be the biggest donors to Tom Shabbos, who found themselves needing to benefit from Tom Shabbos. And there are people who were the recipients of Tom Shabbos, who are now among the biggest supporters of Tom Shabbos. The zazim are zaz, mono, mamon, why is it called mamon? Masha'ata mona in a klum, because what you're counting, you can't count on forever. Maos. Why is money called maos? Meis leis, it lasts for 24 hours. You don't know where it'll be tomorrow. So therefore, the Ramchal says, again, invoke that imagination. Realize you're on top of the world today. But we've seen economic cycles. We've seen very unanticipated outcomes. And we know that wherever we are today, we can't rely on or count on being tomorrow. And therefore, don't ever get too arrogant. Don't get too bloated. Don't get too inflated. So if one can so quickly be reduced that he finds so shameful today, you're going to be so confident and prideful about what you have or who you are or what you look like. You know, you don't have to imagine today. You don't need the altar of Kelm's imagination. Now they have filters and apps. You're going to get so arrogant today because in your teenage years or early 20s, you're so good looking. You have these long flowing locks of hair. You have no wrinkles and you think you're so impressively uh, beautiful. You're so vain. Put on one of those filters. And you'll realize you'll be a fat, bald, old Jewish man like everybody else. And you'll be humble and modest today, even in your youth. So put on that filter, not only to realize what you're going to look like, but what your life's going to look like. And you're going to be, you're going to be so arrogant today, you're great on the basketball court. So picture your knee, knee replacement surgery, your hip replacement surgery, when you're gonna need the walker, the cane, the knee scooter, when you're gonna be grateful just to be able to make it across the room and carry your own cup of coffee, and you're gonna be so arrogant today because you're the number one on the basketball court. All you have to do is picture your future self and it'll bring a sense of humility today. How many illnesses can be visited upon us? How many challenges? How many catastrophes, how many crises that we're going to need to rely on and beg and grovel to others. So again, if we can invoke that imagination, that thoughtfulness, that mindfulness, we'll live more modest lives, which will be much better lives, and we'll enhance all the relationships in our lives with ourselves, with others, and with Hashem. Have a fantastic day. Living with the moon at 845 tonight behind the Bima with Natan Sharansky. Have a healthy, happy, and holy day.